If you advance confidently in the direction of your own dreams and endeavor to live the life you have imagined, you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. That comes to us from Thoreau. In it, it points to being present in the moment, advancing confidently, endeavoring to live the life that we have imagined, and it has the future. Meeting with a success unexpected in common hours. We are continuing the theme of time, and then today we are going to get into how our present moment experiences can impact our, not only our future, but the future of others around us. Welcome to the dojo. to tell a story and it is a story about a teacher miss johnson a fifth grade teacher who at the beginning of a school year told a class a lie that she loved all her students the same and would always do so but how could she slumped in the first row of class sat a little boy dressed in a way that was disheveled, looking like he hadn't showered in a few days, and smelling. And over time, she came to know this little boy as Teddy Stodders. Teddy would show up to school late to her class, seemed disinterested. The kids didn't play with him very well and he would often be fairly unpleasant to be around. Over time, Miss Johnson would come to take delight in marking big red X's through the work that he did and writing a big F on his papers as he did not apply himself, show interests. Later on in that school year, as required by teachers, she had to go through student records to do a review of each of her students. She put off Teddy's to the last, and when she did, she opened it, and she read from his first grade teacher, Teddy is a joy to have in our class. He is always in a good mood, very engaged, one of the smartest, and the kids just love having him around. His second grade teacher reported that Teddy was a very good student, played well with the kids, was eager to learn, but life at home must be very hard because of the terminal illness that his mother has. His third grade teacher wrote, life must be very hard for Teddy now that his mother has passed. He seems a bit absent when he's in class like his mind is somewhere else. He doesn't seem interested in playing with the kids anymore. His fourth grade teacher said, Teddy's often absent, shows up late to class, doesn't play well with the kids, and rarely applies himself in his schoolwork. As Miss Johnson finished reading the review, 
she realized what was going on with Taddy and felt ashamed of herself and how she'd been treating Teddy. From that moment on, Ms. Johnson took more interest in Teddy, worked with him a little more and harder, gave him some very much needed encouragement in his life and in the classroom, and he slowly began to improve. When Christmas came around, she received many presents from her kid, the students that she taught, each of them watching how that she opened her, the presents from them. All the presents that she received were nicely wrapped, except, of course, Teddy's. His was in a brown paper bag. And she took great pains to open the bag. And as she opened it, she got a bracelet with rhinestones missing from, from some of the rhinestones that were in it. The students began to laugh, but Miss Johnson quickly corrected them. And in it was a half-used perfume yado into which she sprayed some of the perfume on her wrist. Later on that afternoon, after school, Teddy came by and told Miss Johnson how wonderful it was because she smelled just like his mother. Miss Johnson after all the kids left and Teddy was gone, that afternoon wept for well over an hour. And at that point, she decided she was gonna stop teaching, writing, reading, and arithmetic, and start teaching kids. She continued throughout that school year to invest her time, her mind, and heart, not only into Teddy, but into all her students. And by the end of the school year, Teddy was one of the highest performing students in her class, had more friends, played very well. A year after Teddy left her class, she received a note underneath her door thanking Miss Johnson for believing in him and taking the time to encourage him. Four years later, she got a letter, once again thanking Miss Johnson from Teddy, saying that she was still one of the best teachers that he had ever had and thanked her because without her, he knew he could not be going to college. Four more years passed, and once again, Ms. Johnson receives a letter from Teddy thanking her for all that she did for him when he was in fifth grade, that he was graduating with the highest honors, and despite all the different challenges, he was going to go on to further his education, and she still was his favorite teacher. Another four years passed, and she gets a letter from Teddy thanking her, saying once again she was the best teacher that he ever had, but this time his, his name was a little longer. He wrote Theodore E. Stodders, M.D. He became a medical doctor. And in that letter, he also invited her to his wedding. He had met a girl, and they were going to get married soon. But his you know, father had passed away a few years back and was wondering if she would sit in the place of his parents at the wedding. And of course, she agreed to it. She showed up to the wedding wearing the bracelet that she had received from him years back, wearing the same perfume, type of perfume that his mother once wore. At the end of the wedding, Teddy took her aside and thanked her profusely 
for showing him how he could endeavor to do more in his life and was very grateful for the encouragement that she had given to him. At which Miss Johnson said, no, Teddy, you have it all wrong. You were the one that showed me I could endeavor to be more. I did not know how to teach students until I met you. You showed me how to teach. So this story comes from Dr. Wayne Dyer, who passed away seven years ago, uh, almost to the date that I'm recording this. And uh, the reason I tell this story is because I find it to be a very good example of how when in the present moment we treat people, how we interact, how we engage with them, it can impact their future. The present moment is so very important. So very important to be here, to be now, and to really acknowledge how are we seeing people in the world that we are in? How are we speaking to them and how are we treating them? And when I examine this story, I find that what Miss Johnson was doing, especially as she initially met Teddy, she was probably being fairly judgmental of the way he was dressed, the way he smelled, uh, his behavior towards learning, behavior in class, and that formed you know, how she in, interacted with him and how she engaged with him. How many people with disabilities that, you know, are you know, in this camp of being, say, the Teddy in this story? And how people see us. And it wasn't until she learned more about his history that it really shaped how she treated him. And when she learned this and she treated him differently, it allowed Teddy to advance confidently towards the dreams that he had. Probably didn't even realize that he had some of those dreams. So going back to the, you know, the, the quote at the top of this from Thoreau, if we advance confidently in the direction of our own dreams, she gave him that confidence. And he gave her that confidence to endeavor to live the life that she now imagined to teach kids, not just teach subjects, but to teach kids what they did for each other in living the moment and being all that we can be and seeing things differently, how important of a lesson that is. And what was the success in the future that they got? Teddy got through school, got to be in a place where he attained a very high level of education, one that presumably will go on to serve people, getting married. And what did Miss Johnson get? She got to become a teacher. She never would have been. And they both met the success, perhaps in unexpected hours of their lives, way down the road. What are we doing in the present moment right now that's going to impact the future of somebody else. Who in our lives do we see, as Miss Johnson saw in Teddy, 
and all the when she was making these judgments before she read that student file who in our life is appearing to us as disheveled not smelling so good not seeming engaged not treating people well not saying things well not performing well who are these people in our lives that have you know, maybe show up and are not doing the greatest things towards us and, and we are making these judgments about. Thing is, is, we don't have a student file to go look back on and to perhaps see why they may be acting or speaking and conducting themselves in this way. But from my life experiences, everybody is struggling. Everybody has a challenge. Everybody's going through something we don't see because we don't have access to that student file. And if we did, maybe we would go through what Ms. Johnson went through, this enlightenment that explained perhaps why things were the way that we are. And then, even if we don't have, say, the student file on the people in our lives that just came, seem to keep showing up or you know, annoying us, pushing our buttons, those things that we, you know, the, the people we have grievances against what, or are having a hard time forgiving, or that we've canceled and are out of our lives because they've done this, that, and the other in the past. You know, what if we, without even knowing whatever struggles they may be going through that may have caused those things to happen to which we, you know, have seen them now, what if we just started treating them differently like Miss Johnson did? What if we communicated better? What if we encouraged them? What if we didn't take things so personally? What if we reached out? What if we treated them better? What if we saw them as perhaps our own teachers, the way that Miss Johnson said Teddy taught her? Maybe it's these people in our lives that are the most, say, perhaps annoying or bothering or the people that we're having a hard time forgiving or have removed from our lives, what if they are our divine masters? They are our teachers of where we need to change in our lives, to these people that we need to treat better. What if we saw them as that? And who knows, maybe if we had the courage to do that and follow through with it, maybe it would change not just their future, but our future. Maybe they would become a better person than they would have been, just like Teddy, and maybe we would become a better person, just like Miss Johnson. So I invite you to think of who are all these people in our lives that are showing up and looking like Teddy, and how can we change the way that we see them in the way that Miss Johnson did? How can we speak to them better? How can we conduct ourselves better? in the present moment, right here and right now? And how can we do it in a way that advances confidently? That can become our dream. How can we endeavor to imagine transforming ourselves and perhaps even transforming them? And maybe, just maybe, we will and they will also meet with a success unexpected in the common hours of our day. What we do now, and it's always now, will impact our future and the future of other people. 
You never know how much we are impacting the future of somebody in the present moment. You never know how even just a little thing can make such a big difference. I received a phone call last week from somebody thanking me. They just defended their dissertation and were, were now a doctor. Because apparently I had had a conversation with them. And I don't think the conversation lasted more than half an hour as they were beginning their doctoral path. And this person that called me said it was that conversation that helped her get to the point to where she is now, a doctor. Took her seven years to get to that point. Very windy, long road where she felt like she was going to quit lots of times. And I had no idea that this conversation meant so much to her that she immediately called me after she defended her dissertation to thank me. And I say this not to to toot my own horn by any means, but for me, I had no idea what I had done in that moment to help this person get to a future that they were endeavoring towards. And we can only do this now. It's only ever now. And everything I'm saying here starts with me. I've got to be better in my life and how I see people understand that they have struggles I have no idea about. I need to be better and how I speak to them, how I act with them, the way I conduct myself. And can only hope that by doing so in the present moment that not only will it hopefully transform myself into being a better person, but more importantly, help to transform them and give them what they need, alleviate a little more suffering in the world. That's all we can hope to do because right now there is a lot going on in this world and a lot of people are suffering. And if we can just be that light for other people, all the better. So changing the way that we see others, changing the way that we speak, the way that we act, hopefully we'll have a better future. So time, letting go of the past, embracing the eternal present, the now, and endeavoring and advancing for a better future that will come in unexpected hours. This is a place that I hope we can all go onward and upward. Thanks for listening to the Independent Life Podcast brought to you by the Center for Independent Living of North Central Florida. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you know anyone who might benefit from listening, share this podcast and invite them to subscribe too. For questions, suggestions, or if you have a story you'd like to share, please email us at cilncf.org at gmail.com or call us at 352-378-7474. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, support, advocate, and empower each other to live the independent life.